Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball. It's the midweek episode and we are revoice. <laughs> All right. We are revoice. <laughs> we are revoice. I became a newsboy. It's a revoice boycott. Uh, I'm just a little kid handing out papes. Uh, hello and welcome to Talking Baseball, brought to you by Seat Geek. My name's Jimmy. His name is Jake. BBD behind the dish. No Trevor today as he is boycotting yeah. the show. Jake and I are reverse boycotting the show. Some people say revoice if they're from the 1918 uh, paper boys. What was that? Sometimes. Revoice. Revoice. As speech impediment kid, so you can never do anything. James Davis, like you mentioned, uh, we want to give a lot of love to Trevor. We respect that he's boycotting the episode, um, but we're kind of one-upping him because we're reverse boycotting yeah, the episode. Yeah, we showed up. Um, we're reverse boycotting Dunkin' Donuts. Uh, Jimmy's going to do a donut reveal. Oh, yes, yes. Yeah. On the Dunkin' Donuts app, you can click surprise me, and I always do it. Now, I will say... The Dunkin' by our office is like a... The uh, worst Dunkin' in the it's world. It's like a hybrid Dunkin'. It's a really bad one. It's like when you go to an airport and it's like McDonald's Express. Yeah. That's what it is. It's an Express. So they don't have a lot of donut flavors. They're closed they, on Sunday. I think they're closed, closed on the They're closed weekends. on the weekends. They well, close by... Because they only serve this building, basically. It's They close by like 2 p.m. most days. Yeah. But sometimes they're, they're open like at 4. they the morning crowd They've for this never place. turned a light bulb on. No, they <laughs> like it dark in there. Yeah. I like the new owner. She's nice. But they... They, they completely change crew every, like, six months, I've noticed. Yeah, which. new management a lot. And uh, the iClick surprised me, and now they're usually pretty boring. Like, usually... I've done this twice. Right. It's just a ring. Oh, I'm assuming chocolate donut. Oh, really? See, I'm assuming yeah. just glazed, no sprinkles, no frosting, nothing. That stinks. Yeah. That's do you want me to do this now? For a surprise, I think it's the end of the episode. Oh, fuck. Oh, I was going to eat it right now. We keep people Shit. going. I just, <laughs> <That's how you're laughs> I just did two shows staring at this bag. It. That's how you cook the algorithm, bro. That's how people watch till the it's end. Two hours of doing two podcasts it's staring still fresh. at this. Now That's another show staring at it. All right. Well, at the end of the episode, I will open this bag and see what kind of donut I got. Jim, tell the people what we're doing today. Uh, well, first, we're going to talk about the Revoice boycott uh, in Oakland, and then we're going to talk about which teams had a bad June and are closer to selling at the deadline. Are having if, a bad June? If, it's June. It's if they have a bad oh, June. Oh, if they, they have a bad okay. June. They're on, um, they're they're on, on the pace. selling radar. They're on selling radar, and then what players could be attached to there. And maybe we do some schedule watching. So, yeah. like, if I want this team to sell, then I need these teams to Ooh, destroy them. So we can find some fan bases. Like allies. That we can find some America teams. So, like, okay, if you're a team that we needs... We can find some teams to reverse boycott. If you're a team that needs starting pitching, right. you need to go find whoever's playing the White Sox and whoever's playing the Cardinals, and right. you're now a fan of them. Yes. You want them to be so bad that they feel like, shit, we got to trade off pieces. And maybe the Guardians, too. You want them to be bad, but I don't think that's going to happen. Not to give too much away, because I think we, we got to reverse boycott a few things early on. Um, there's a comment in red here on the sheet. Is that you or Dalton? I haven't typed on the sheet. I actually don't have editing access to the sheet. Well, I do, but I not can... in the email I'm in right now. Mm. Okay. Um, that in my well, window. here's what I'll tease the people with. Dalton does have one team likely 8 out of 10 to sell. 
So, just a little teaser for the people. Well, he's got another eight and a half out of ten, or is that the same team? I'm seeing it. I think it's the same half. team. It's just cracking me up that it's no, no. He's got he's got them all ranked. It's in all red. Yeah, it's highlighted. He's got one team nine and a half out of ten. Another team eight and a half. Another team eight out of ten. So and then another maybe five out of ten. He says we've got a donut reveal. We're reverse boycotting everything. One thing we're reverse boycotting in a huge way is SeatGeek. Yeah, I am lighting up SeatGeek, and with code Talking, you'll get twenty dollars off your first purchase. So if you want to head out to Oakland and show those owners how much you hate the team, get a ticket, get in the stands. Use code TALKING. Save $20 off your first purchase. Probably go to an A's game for free. We're really doing some math here. 28 million downloads. SeatGeek is the number one rated ticketing app. 70,000 events every day. Every day. Every Green, single day. good, red, bad. Ah, go to SeatGeek. Download the app. It's so easy. A J could use it. Trevor, so mid. The reverse boycott was awesome and also infuriating because mm. you're you're basically in the middle of a 30 for 30 documentary if they're still doing those or a documentary and that's always fun to be like shit this is going to be a documentary right uh know what the problem is 30 for a good 30 for 30 is electric like you could put it we if we put it on in our office we could like shut down the office the problem is this 30 for 30 we would watch in 10 years and be glued in but a kid would watch and be like, what? Because it's a horrible look for baseball, so much so that I think they were suppressing highlights and making sure that didn't get out and people didn't see it. It is such a bad look for Major League Baseball and the A's, and they just have to eat it. And it sucks, man, because Oakland, I do have such a soft spot for that right. community of sports fans because it's a good sports town. They have diehard fans. Like, in all sports, even if, you know, go down the bay to San Jose, they have diehard fans for the Sharks. Down the bay to San Jose, uh, you have diehard fans for the Sharks. They The Warriors went across the bay. The Raiders moved to Vegas. And now they're going to lose the only other team that's there. Yeah. And on the day the reverse boycott happens, Vegas approves the $380 million thing to build the stadium. <laughs> that was fucked. Which looked like it wasn't going to go that yeah, way. It looked it like it wasn't trending. going to get passed. It was trending that it wasn't going like to pass. The people may have pushed that. Well, the, when they announced the other uh, reverse boycott earlier in the year is when Fisher announced we're going to Vegas. Like right before that took, uh, took off. I forget which one that one is. But they did their own giveaway. So everyone had shirts that said sell. So mm. it was a giveaway, but not, but not from the oh, team. Awesome. Wild. They had like, uh, they were silent in the fifth inning, like all on cue, and then big sell the team. It was really, really well done by yeah. the fan base. Like Whoever they, organized it. Imagine like if you had a winner and you could sell out the place. Imagine if you had a better stadium and you gave back to those fans. You could sell out the place like, they could do that. They don't want to pay for the stadium at all. And Oakland is like, well, we kind of can't really afford to be paying this much money for a stadium when we, we got to do all this other stuff for our community. Uh, and Vegas looked like they were almost doing that. And then they said, no, we'll give you $380 million. But it was electric, and they won the game. They sweep the race, or is it two They've won the now? first Ro- two. Won the first two. Won the first they two. Seven they won in seven a row. in a row. So the timing of that is, again, 30 for 30 style. 
Like that part's unreal. Did you see that they again, have? We would be glued to it because we've spent all season saying like this is a laughing stock of a team, and they did this intentionally. And you know, at the same time, like we're we're obviously a players pod. We got three players right here that you know we we do everything. Like we we're our t-shirts that we're now selling MLBPA licensed t-shirts was like so exciting for us because we were like we want that. Like we love the players that. The Oakland Athletics, we, when the Yankees played them this year and we watched them for three days, we were like, oh no. Like, 30th and everything. But now, this is best almost ever. unfair, but it's part of why this sport is beautiful. Like, they're kind of electric right now. The clips are unreal. I was getting emotional on the couch this morning. Just like the, the ball down the line. Yeah, um, like throwing out, throwing out the runner. How loud it was! Throwing out Randy, the yeah. best to ever play the sport. Yeah, no, it was, it was, it was really cool. And what's also cool is the Rays are uh, the team that needs a new stadium. Hmm. Um, has tried Ooh. to win, right? They have tried to win lately and put the best on the field in in nuanced and new ways, and they now have. Fans showing up, even to their crappy stadium, through the traffic, over the bridge. But, like, the Rays have a home attendance that's pretty nice this year, yeah. as well as the TV ratings, because they are doing it. TV ratings, they've always been kind of good, right? Yeah. Like that's yeah. Been well, the, lately. The like last, secret, since they've yeah. been good. Years they're competitive. Yeah. Um, Which is a lot of them. And it's kind of like... people in Florida that like baseball. So they can that's do that. Well, yeah, and there's people in Oakland that like baseball, but... The, and, and and there's diehards that are still coming to the Coliseum, but you're pricing them out. You're trying to lose. So the, the A's players have a cardboard cutout of Fisher uh, in a Speedo pulling off pieces every win. I saw it. It's gross. He looks bad. You saw that? He looks real bad. He looks That's kind of cool. That was like a, that's kind of a perk in Major League as a young boy watching that movie. Like, oh, this is a baseball movie? And they're... A lady getting naked? Yeah. It's kind of into that. I'm rooting yeah. for them now. Yeah. <laughs> Go Indians. Canceled. Out. Canceled. Out. Guardians. Yeah. A lot of, lot of things. To, tonight's game, third game against the Rays, I mean, is it just dead? Because I think Ooh. now needs to be a boycott. Like, I think I didn't plan the reverse boycott. I wasn't part of it. Not asked. Not needed. But if I did have, you know, if they had a... Um, Input committee, or they were asking for some outside thoughts. Yeah, I would say make sure the next game zero people, point zero. Circling back because that that's the sucks for the players. That's a that's the power of the people. God, that's that's <laughs> that's day. that's what we can do is we can show up or we cannot. Can I tell you? Yeah, there's one way to keep this team in Oakland. They have to beat the Moneyball streak. You win 21, the team stays. Fuck that streak in that stupid movie. That's why I brought it up. Okay. Because, Jim, you hate that. Again, there's so much I like money that, ball that I like that A's team. Right. The Moneyball movie is stupid. An incredible rotation that kind of gets ignored in that uh, movie. MVP mm -hmm. shortstop not talked about in the movie. Um, <laughs> if this team, the team that was built to lose, outwins the Moneyball Oakland A's, yeah, that's perfect. That's Chef's kiss. That's yeah, but you know, right? The movie. All it's doing is is making the people of Vegas more excited. 
Yeah, and uh, not to, I don't know if this is twisting the knife or whatever, but guy that raised a trophy a couple days ago, Stan Kroenke, who owns the Nuggets, also owns Los Angeles Rams. Moved them from St. Louis to L.A. Yeah. He's gotten two trophies because of that. Mm. It's, well, uh, the Nuggets trophy doesn't, isn't helped out. No, but, I mean, oh. he... Uh, he moved. He moved the Rams, and because yeah. he wanted to, and yeah. that's kind of how this all works. Yeah. Well, go A's. Refuse to lose. Put that on a shirt. Oh, that's been on shirts. That's been on so many. It's been shirts. on a lot of shirts. Uh, a lot of high school teams have used that. Yeah. Some pro. Yeah. There's not an A in any of those words, which is tough for an A's shirt if we're going that route. Well, you just put a big A. Refuse to lays. Yeah, do that. Replace all the vowels with A's. Mm-hmm. That's a secret. That's Moneyball, baby. Do you know Moneyball wasn't even about on base percentage? It was about undervalued stats that people weren't paying for. People flip that all the time. Rafasa Talasa. Rafasa Talasa. Rafase. You can, you know, pronunciations up to the people. But Rafasa Talasa sounds kind of sick. It sounds very Rasta. Sounds very Italian meets Rasta. That's an odd combo. Rafasa de Lassa, huh? Oh, when you say that. it like that. That sounded... That was Italian. You were, yeah, you were kind of being fascist. What donuts in there? I want to know. We don't have no, to... No, you said you were going to wait to no, the end. No, I want to know. Can I have some of it? You can have some of it if we open it in between segments. That might be coming. Congrats to Oakland. Congrats to I Oakland. Guess. And also, it's cool, but I don't know. You're not going to have baseball, and that sucks. Well, you know what you can have? Nice sunglasses. You know what Fisher should do today? Yes. Trade. The DJ? Trade Rooker. Oh, my God. I mean, sack up. You want to be a bad guy? You want to be the bad guy, That's Fisher? That's gross, and it's brilliant. Listen, my services are here. If the fan base wants my help, you know, as an oh advisor, and I, I can play both sides. If Fisher wants my help, how do I be a bad guy? How do I shut these guys up? Uh, trade Rooker right now. What can I do right now that's evil? Um, yeah, like how do I counter? How do I counter my fan base showing up? Those fucks. You take Rooker and you trade him. Trevor May comes I mean, in for I mean, but Rooker's got six years. Right. <laughs> Rooker might be the next A's captain. Uh, Go get yourself... An Oakland A's player. We're going to get you a lot of other players you can get on the deadline coming up. But get yourself a pair of shady rays. Summer's here. Kind of. Not officially by calendar rules. But it is. Um, You know, kids are out for school. Maybe. I have no clue. Not yet. Shady Rays. World-class product. It's just as good as any of those expensive brands you might know. Rhymes with smoochie. Durable frames, <laughs> extremely clear optics. <laughs> Shady Rays offers the most insane protection in all of eyewear. Oh, are they made of, like, Teflon? No, because that would suck. But they have their lost and broken replacement guarantee, which means you basically get sunnies for life. Remember when Ooh. Nalgene was like, our bottles can't be broken? That's pretty no. crazy. Um, Shady Rays, full disclosure, they can be broken, but they'll get replaced. So you basically have sunglasses for life. And with code TALKING, you'll get 50% off 
two plus pairs of premium polarized sunnies. So get yourself a pair. Get your loved one. Ten sunglasses. Imagine that's a day you'd never forget. We talked about how memorable Oakland was. If you come home today, you'd have to give them out. Uh, your Caitlin, time. your Caitlin has sunglasses just lined up for you. Yeah, you wouldn't forget that. I think, all I, yours. I think I'd like them uh, every hour. Every it, hour on the it, hour, you wouldn't forget that either. Yeah. Shadyrays.com, code talking, 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunbows. All right, you want me to open this donut? No, we got to wait till the end now. All right, I'm with <sighs> you. I'm with you. So, okay, 9.5 out of 10, Dalton has this team likely to trade at the deadline. And I'm interested in this team trading at deadline. You and Trev, from what I've heard and yeah. last talking to you, don't think it's likely to happen. It's actually, you think it's so not likely to happen that it's a reason you may believe in them. They have continued to lose right, since then. So I don't know if your stance has changed. We're talking about the St. Louis Cardinals. They're 27 and 41. They're fifth in the NL Central. Uh, their June record so far is two and nine. And, and what's not in, good, not good. And they lost yesterday, 11 to two, something like that. Working on things. And what's enticing is that they do, if someone, if teams will come to them and ask, and what's on, what's, what can we get and give right. them deals, right? So they traded Bader last year for Montgomery. They also have made trades that kind of like are win-win trades, but if they want to restock the farm, if they're like, this is a little bit of a clean break from current leadership, blah, blah, blah. They're losing Monty after this year, Jack Flaherty after this year, Hicks after this year, Tyler O'Neill has a year and a half left, uh, Wayno. No, can't. Unless it's like a friendly, hey, go chase a ring in your last year. It'd be like if he asked for it. Yes, but... it would be. Well, we've seen players do that, but it's if they ask. He would obviously... Who's uh, done that? Whole career with the Cardinals? Final year trade piece? There is an example that I remember happening in like the 2008 through 12 year, and I can't think of it right now. Sound off in the comments. A uh, couple things here. Jim, I want to start off with the creepy old man line that I also use and will use for the rest of my life. Everything has a price. Mm. Like when you hear someone say that, like the Cardinals, two they, and nine. Diego says two years. You know they got a lot. They got a lot of one year, year and a half. I think the thing that becomes really interesting, um, eight and a half games of the Central, which again gets tricky because that's as far back as some better teams we're not even going to talk about. Um, and it's it's how can you turn the ship around at all? Because if the St. Louis Cardinals are, what, five games back of the Central come early, mid-July, I don't know if they're selling. And the, I, I guess where it gets really interesting to me, you mentioned the Bader for Montgomery trade that took us kind of a lot by surprise last year. Mm -hmm. Like We were like, you know, you'd never trade away potentially quality starting pitching, which Jordan Montgomery can be. Um, and Harrison Bader was hurt at the time, so the whole thing kind of shook us. We did our live trade reaction show, which I just got excited for this year, even though it might be a mid-deadline. But there's always something. Something. I guess what interests me about the Cardinals is how can they spin this in Cardinal fashion? Because it's not like they're... They won't hit the trade line and say, all right, we're rebuilding for three years. 
No. Like, they'll hit the deadline, and if there's something that... If they can retool and be in a better position for next year... So, you mentioned Monty and Flaherty, like... So, I'm saying, and Wayno, their rotation is losing three guys. I think Wayno's a little more unique for me that I'm... Didn't he say this is last year, or am I misremembering? Yes, but I mean... Well, I'm saying if, if any of those... One com- team is so special at this point that I don't think you can... No, 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 no. They're losing three rotation pieces, even if they don't trade Wayno. So if they can the trade the any combination of players right. today that gives them a pitcher that's maybe they think they can blossom into that would be on the books for the next couple years, right? Like he's, you know, um, not going to be a playoff pitcher for... Fuck, okay, this is a, a dumb, dumb example, but it's just where my brain goes. Clark Schmidt, probably not a playoff pitcher right. for the Yankees, has a couple more years. So if the Cardinals can find a guy where they can get in return a guy that they can slot into their rotation next year, it's less work they have to do in the offseason to go find five starters when they're losing three, especially if they don't plan on re-signing Flaherty and Monty, which I don't know their plans. I'm just saying... They potentially have three starting pitchers lose. They might be able to use this deadline to get away some rentals to help fill that combo on them with other play, I, places. I could definitely see, um, and he's a guy that we this show is kind of built around in a funny way, and we've <laughs> I think it's funny. People have been like, we've been too easy on him at times. Yeah, because Trev's an actual friend of Jack Flaherty's. <laughs> I mean, Jack Flaherty came to our first like live event ever. Um but I think what's really interesting there is Jack Flaherty is <laughs> Jack Flaherty's obsessed with the Joker. He's an interesting cat. He's I think there's something out there that he's like never signed his arbitration deal. Like it's yeah. something that doesn't matter at all, but he's like no player has ever been more into free agency than Jack Flaherty. So if you're the Cardinals, and Jack Flaherty's been really up and down this year. He's had some big walk games. He's had a couple good starts recently. Um like, I think Jack Flaherty would very much be on the table. I think, and the other thing that's looming here is we've been saying it now since April, this team's needed a shake, whether it's managers, players, or whatever. This has been the surplus outfield team going For back a, a year and a half now. That's why Bader got moved they, last year. Since they've, they've had an outfield surplus since they've traded away Harrison Bader, easily the best defensive center fielder in baseball the past couple seasons. Ran out of breath. So, <laughs> like, they need to do something. I just, I don't think it'll be a traditional sell, but going back to where I started, there's not going to be a lot of true selling teams that the supply and demand here, when that hits the Cardinals... They have to do something significant. And I think they will. But I don't think it's going to be like uh, an unloading, you know? No, but it could be an unloading of rentals. If they're really still out of it. Yeah. I mean, come July 30, come July 25th. So who else? uh, Montgomery, Flaherty, who else do you think is really in play? Like, I see Paul DeYoung on the sheet. Like, that obviously wouldn't surprise me. They've had a love-hate relationship with him. I don't know how Giovanni's pitching this year, but he's got a year and a half left. I think people probably think they can tap into that uh, as a guy. And then... um, It's kind of pricey for a reliever. Contract-wise. Like, actual contract-wise. And we know how much teams think about that, you know? But, I mean, remember the year when everyone was getting relievers and... 
they were getting like paid. Like, like what was Archie Bradley? Like he was, remember that trade? And he was getting, they ate. I think it was five mil and they ate. The snakes ate like all of them, right? Yeah. Um, but I mean, that's still a good amount like, compared to other teams. Like you're, you know, even two, two of the starting rotation guys. So. And I, I think what's, I think what's significant as we move on to some other teams is, uh, and I think DVD alluded to it earlier this episode or before the episode, but there's only true teams you can highlight that are selling nationals. They like don't have too much. Jamer Candelario, you've been fantastic. Maybe someone will will go for it. I'm sure someone there, will. There's a actually. chance a team like the Nats just kind of want him around, <laughs> right? Like they think they tap into him. It's worth more than our Oakland A's. They're unfortunately they're reverse boycotting the deadline. Don't make trades. Um, like all the teams that are like obviously gonna trade whatever they've got. They don't have a ton of things of interest like, like our our third team on this list jumping around is the cincinnati reds which they've been one of the most electric teams in baseball fourth team on the list fourth team excuse fifth me. team on the list so oh, I, did, jumping. I, did I think they're i think they're in the tier of so they're in a different tier well, well, tell me about bad. some of these other teams timbo the next tier is the chicago cubs they're in fourth place in the nl central they're five and six in june or do you want me to tell you who needs to beat the cardinals yes all right, let me get on that. So they're road trip Mets and Nats. So they're about to get really hot. They're probably going to win six out of seven. Six out of six. So if you want some of those pitchers, you are an NL East fan. Yeah. Maybe the Giants want some of those pitchers. Yeah. Maybe. Handsome Miles Michaelis. They're playing the Giants right now. And then they have Cubs. Then they have Houston. Then New York. Okay. So the Chicago Cubs, not the greatest start to June. They lost a series to the Giants. They got swept by the Angels. Uh, They split a four-game set with the Padres. They just won game one against Pittsburgh, so that's good. J-Mo, looks like he got a decent enough start to get him the win. I don't know the full line. I just know he started and they won. Um, But the Cubs have some pieces that they could unload, I think, although they did sign... Happer, which was the one that people were like, ooh. He was the sexy one. We were we were kind of shocked all around, but hey, that's some serious. Uh, Bellinger queso. is one that people have been talking about yeah. because he has a mutual option for 2024. Uh, other than that, you could n- not take that, obviously. And he would be available. You got, who else? I'm just looking at the contracts. I don't yeah. know if these guys are healthy and or performing. Yeah, Bellinger's been hurt. Um, but he was hitting really well before that. Yep. Uh, Fulmer? He's he's beginning his rehab assignment, so he should should be in play. Is Fulmer still good? Is he healthy in playing? Let me check. I know he was going through a nice stretch at one point. Yeah. Uh, his last five, six have been good. I mean, the, the, the piece that's been really interesting for the Cubs is Marcus Stroman. Um, and he, he's been so good this year. Uh, he just came out with the quotes that were very Juan Soto-esque. He's like, you know, me, he's like, me and the Cubs talked extension, but it doesn't look like something's getting done. Ooh. Which is kind of like the, that, that will always make me tilt my head. Because that's, that's kind of the kindest way of saying like, I'm out. 
You know? I'm up. Stroman to the Astros? Is that what you're saying? He's been so good. Um, I, any team would be happy to have him. Um, Dalton's thoughts been surprisingly underachieving, especially in weekend L Central. Wow. Lots of recent big contracts could be on the table if Chicago keeps downfall. Likely 8.5 out of 10 to sell. I think they will. I think they'll be involved in some trades for some pieces. Uh, you know, again, I don't think we're going to see a, f- a huge offloading here because they just don't have that much going on. And the names that they do have, year. besides Strowman, but the names aren't insane game changers. I think, and we now that we've done this a couple times now, it's, it's where I always end up landing, and it's what makes the Cardinals outfield and a couple other situations a lot more interesting. Pitchers are going to be available. Like, I think if you want Strowman, I think if you want Giolito, I think if you want, um, you know, a Jack Flaherty, like, I think those guys are going to be available. It's the hitting that... There's not a lot of bats available. Catchers always go. What do you think about Jan Gomes? He's having a decent season. He's behind the I dish. I think he's got a slug on him. Yes. Brazilian. Yeah. Probably. Yes, Tre- would Trev ever teammates with him? I don't think so, right? I'll text See. him. But he had to play against him a lot because they were both in, uh, well, Jan Gomes and Trev overlapped for a couple years. When he was in Cleveland and Trev was in Minnesota in 13 and 14? Mm-hmm. Texted, texted Trev. Well, I got a, I texted Trev, so he better respond to me. I texted oh, wow. him at like 5 in the morning. 13, 14, 15, 16, they were both running around the AL Central. He might be traveling, right? So, what are you, are you texting him again? No, no, no. Katie said, can I call you, which is a scary text. Yeah. Well, not always. But. No, she just, I mean. Yeah. Guess if it was bad, she right. would have just called me. She would have just called. We're on call, little baby. Uh, Jan Gomes might get moved because people like moving catchers. He's on a one-year deal. There's an option there, and he's having a decent. And he's just kind of a mainstay. He's just Jan Gomes. Astros probably trade for him too. Oh no! Someone they love getting catchers. Gomes and Stroh to the Astros. Jan Stroh. Someone's catcher gets hurt. What about your White Sox, Jim? You're you're kind of in the mental pickle we are with a lot of the other teams because they have been playing a better brand of baseball and the AL Central is in reach, but they also they could be the team with the most jewels to sell. If they decide to sell, if they get to June 20th or whatever and they're still way on the way out, which I you know, if if you turn it around White Sox, I'll I'll root for a miracle season. But uh, any team that has a potential offloading, right. I'm interested in that. When it was, this was the Cubs back in 2021 or what, 20, yeah, 2021, I was interested in that happening. Um, a potential offloading here, Jake, if they've hit the button. Like, I don't think there's a halfway with this team. I think they're either going for it and not getting rid of anybody or they're getting rid of a lot of people. Unless they like their club option, but I doubt they like their club option for Lance Lynn. So if he gets into a groove or someone thinks they can pick him up, um, Lance Lynn at this point almost seems like a Yankees trade for him, like they did back in 2018. And like the Yankees trade for, like they always trade for a kind of six starter, maybe if you figure it out, but not guaranteed. Um, they, they'll, they like to trade for a guy that's not necessarily part of their postseason plan. Yeah. Yasmani Grandal isn't part of next season. He's a free agent. Liam Hendricks 
as a club option for $15 million. Tim Anderson has a club option for 14. They might like that and, and want to want to offer that Clevenger. They have a mutual option, so they could trade him. Joe Kelly, they have a club option, so they can trade him. Uh, Graveman has, it would be a rental and then you get another year. Elvis Andrews, if someone's really dying for him. Giolito could be a waiver guy. Um, uh, Giolito, he's a big name. This isn't, they're on a little West Coast trip right now that it's so funny. If, if we recorded this last Thursday, um, at one point they were on a five game win streak and like back at it, they're currently on a three game losing streak. Um, and they're on a West Coast trip, which is always scary, especially when you bring up that old. Cubs team, that that's kind of what harpooned their season. They go West Coast trip. They're doing Dodgers, Seattle, and then they play Texas, which like... You oh, could, shit. You could wake up for that and be one and eight pretty quick. Yeah, two and six even, I think, puts you closer to trading. Um, oh, they play Texas and Boston, and then they do another West Coast trip, Anaheim and Oakland. What dates would that be? Uh, June, end of June into July. Is the second West Coast trip? Yes. Okay. They got... A bit of a tough stretch when you're up against the deadline here. Yeah. Damn. Um, Giolito's been good lately. Dylan Cease, he's not going to get traded. Uh, Clevenger had a good start against the Yanks. Let's see. Who else is... Is uh, Lopez been pitching well for them uh, out of the pen? Reynaldo? Reynaldo. Stuff looks good. It does. Jorge Lopez 2.0. Uh, yes, he's very good. And he is a free agent after the season. So, yeah, if the White Sox decide they're out, I think this is the one team for a fucking offloading. Can I tell you something exciting? What's that? Weekend leading up to the All-Star game. Three days where baseball's in the spotlight. Rumors, gossip. Remember Juan Soto Fest last year? Yeah. Cardinals, White Sox, three games heading into the All Star break. Loser dies. Oh, sweeper gets swept. Don't you dare split that. So, oh, yeah. it's a sweep. You can stamp it. White Sox are an interesting one. Uh, Dalt has it as a eight out of ten. What um? This is always interesting for us. And I mentioned the All Star game. We just announced that we'll be out there. We're having a live event uh, the day of the All-Star Game. We're going to the Derby uh, that Monday, that Tuesday, July 11th, Optimism Brewing. We're doing a live talking baseball show. Trevor Plouffe, Chris Rose, Jolly Olive will be there. We're doing some live ref guests with the people, Dan Canobio. Jimmy won't. He's having a baby, people. Beautiful. Well, not me. My wife is. I'm uh... a... Uh, it's Planted pretty the seed. It was bullshit. I, you know, Katie's always like, you're lucky you don't get to give birth. I'm like, lucky? Yeah. I don't get to experience the miracle of childbirth? That's bullshit. All I got that power. I didn't make this. Come through. Uh, we're doing like a su- super exclusive VIP event beforehand. Yeah, everyone will be in the same hat. Uh, live show, and then we're watching the game. Um, and there's a rumor. Olivia Plouffe will be there. So, wow. Yeah. Boon. Booing the whole thing. Booing in the corner. With Jess. Jess is coming yeah. too. Okay. Two rumors. Angry Wives. The Angry Wives <laughs> clubs. A W 
see. John, I want to tee that up because this is an interesting one that people will hate our thoughts no matter what, but we just saw them and we're about to see them again. Where are you with the Sox? Like, I, it feels like they kind of like their crew. I don't see them selling. Yeah, I see them trading uh, a piece here or there. I think that they don't have uh, an incredible lot, like a, like a big like return, a huge return anywhere, unless I'm wrong. But I also think that if they were in the Central, they'd be a playoff team. Right. And if they have a good week. So if they, after the deadline, they could have a great August or a good August and September and make a wild card. So they might make some trades that are like second tier for for you and for us needs wise. Yeah. I don't see them offloading because I do think that they could find themselves in a wild card with a good last two months. And then you just, you want that crew ready? I mean, who, who do they have that would be? I guess that's the thing that I, I think the, the shock wave of the quote, the shock wave of the Red Sox selling isn't worth it for what they'd be selling. Cause I mean, the only thing that kind of jumped out to me is if like, you know, Jaron Duran had been really good for them and that was kind of unexpected this year. Adam Duvall was so good for them, got hurt, and came back. Like, I could see them spinning Adam Duvall on a one-year contract and just, like, getting a reliever that has three years and being yeah. like, yeah, you know, we, we want to get Duran some more run. So we flipped Duvall and we added to our bullpen. And it, they would fully spin it as a retooling. And they, they don't really have, like, the big rental piece to trade. Unless Paxton continues pitching. He's got two like really good start or three starts now in a row. And does he have an option for next year or is no. this year the option? No, yet? this year was the option. So he's just a free agent. So even if they actually I mean maybe if someone comes calling and you like the return on Paxton, you trade him even if you think you're still in it. But Trev texted me. Whoa. So I hope he texted you back. Bullshit artist. <laughs> I texted him does Jan Gomes have a hammer? He replied, doing some investigative work right now. Oh, I think that's for me, because that's what I asked him. I texted him a lot. Okay. Say for Jim, mm. question mark. Okay, I'll ask him. Yeah. Um, that even J- Justin Turner has a player option for after this Again, I, I just think that would send such shockwaves. Yeah. Like, even Paxton. Like, if Paxton's pitching well, which he has been, and the Red Sox trade James Paxton, that's throwing up a full white flag. You know? Yeah. It, it's if June goes bad. Kluber has to play for the yeah. Orioles. Yeah, Kluber does Kluber have to get to the Orioles. Yeah, I don't know. Has he played for Toronto? No, but that's Toronto. That's a not either. It's a different country. Okay, so it'll be last. I could see. I could see Toronto. They need some get quiet him, up there. Get them to either of those. Cincinnati Reds. I'm not touching because they're th- they're second on the sheet, and I just uh, I don't see it happening. They're fifth on the sheet. Okay. Second in the grouping. Why Why don't you see it happening? You big, big Cincy fan? Now, Dalt has them as a 5 out of 10. Dalt has them at a 5 out of 10, which basically says everything. Uh, the vibes are so high there right now. Uh, I guess it turns into what they're trading, but even Jake Fraley, who I've talked about a lot, even early on this year, because there's not a lot of outfield hitting options. Like, it's kind of shocking. Um, Jake Fraley, you know, his contract runs through 2026. So if you're the Reds, you have to be getting something that you think is going to help you the next three years, which I think Jake Fraley might just be that piece. So I, I don't know. I, I don't think... They, they've just called up their top prospects. 
they're playing a good brand of baseball, and in the NL mid, like, I don't, I don't know. Uh, what about and, uh, George Rooney Farmer? You'd trade Buck Farmer? He's ruin he, all the vibes. He's a rental. I was just going to say, in their, in their pen, just Buck Farmer would be a rental. He he's, looks like he's going to be a free agent after this year. Lucas Sims would be a year-and-a-half guy, so... Yeah, I think those are the only ones that seem like they would need. To, they they would do like do a surprising trade, like the uh, oh oh Hoppy for B Marsh trade, where like they're trading a five year guy for a five year guy on another team, just like a balancing of needs. Those are very very rare trades because it's kind of wild. But they do have just a ton of like guys they've promoted to the MLB right. level that started their service time that have either four, five, or six years available. If they find just a position swap with another team, maybe, but I'm not going to predict predict that. Well, I think the the one that was rumored for a little bit, and I've poo-pooed it, so I don't want to fully walk over myself, but Jonathan India. Jonathan India had a bad year last year. He kind of has gotten his stock up this year. He's a proven MLB player. He's already into his service time. That I think it goes back to what I said about the Cardinals. It It becomes supply and demand a little bit that... If Jonathan India is somewhat on the table, everything has a price, buddy. That if, like, Jonathan India, if he's for sale, is he easily the best hitter we've talked about so far? Yeah, but you, you just... High ceiling, certainly. I don't think he's going to... If he goes, it's going to be a very weird trade. That's what I'm saying, was, though. I was kind of building off the Ohapi Marsh yeah. thing. Like, it, it's that, but to another level. Maybe yeah. them and the Cardinals just trade. India I, I have him going. If I have him going to like another not like a non contender, and they're just like, you guys could have waited for the off season. You just wanted to do something, right? Just <laughs> trying to stay busy. Team that did not need to do this right now. Okay, well, do you have anyone under the Reds is even talking about? Because we did talk about the Reds, but under them, you have. I think it deserves to be set. Dalton again in all red. Um, has obvious sellers, Rockies, Tigers, Royals, Athletics, Nationals. Yeah. The problem is there's only so many guys on those teams, Randall Grichuk, who the Yankees have to trade for. Just That's defense. Just offense is defense there. Um, that there's not a ton of guys on those teams that, I don't know. I, I think the NL is so bundled up that no one will do it. I think, and it would be, Crazy sad, and it would be a little bit of a retool, and Jonathan India's hair would fit their team, the Seattle Mariners. Like, it's just, they started slow last year, they kicked into gear. Same with Julio. I think those teams would do another big trade? I think so. That's kind of how it works, right? You've made trades before. Yeah. Okay, so what's the Jonathan India to the Mariners trade? I don't know. I don't know the Mariners' system. Okay. What if it's not system though? That's what we're saying, right? Oh, it would it's be another, an ugly a deep cut. Okay, so you what's India's situation? Okay, we're about to do it. Reds and Mariners fans are going to hate this. It's stupid and because that's so awesome. All right, so how many years does uh, India? I believe is three and a half left. Oh, let's go. So so his free agency is in 2027. Give him one of those Mariners pitchers, Jims. 2027 free agency. Okay, so uh, him and Sam Haggerty have the same. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> it would be a very even split. 
Give him one of your pitchers. Uh, I trade. Let's see. Give him Bryce Miller. Two-pitch Bryce. Yeah. How's he been doing since the Yankees beat him? And I said, I don't think this guy's actually as good as people are saying. I, I know it got got at least one more time. Did he turn There's it fully so around? so many Millers in Major League Baseball. A lot and of Millers, so many Bryce's. last name. Oh, he had a good start against Miami, but Texas got him for two. So after the Yankees, it was 2.17 earned runs. And then June 12th, six innings pitch, one earned run versus Miami. I wonder if he changed his pitch mix. Because I do think he has good stuff. It was just the first five starts were against the worst teams in baseball. And he's throwing 70 print fastballs. And it was like, this isn't actually real. None of this matters. Bryce Miller for Jonathan India. Talking baseball. Colton Wong goes the other way, too. The Reds get another vet in the, in the mix. Or sure, maybe they tap the into something. Is the Marlins offense, offense besides their eyes just bad? Yeah, uh, not Solaire. Solaire and uh, De La Cruz has been good as well. I think Jesus Sanchez has good numbers, too. too. Feel free to check me on it. It's like so long for me to... Bryce Miller's... Uh, if 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 the if you run into a team that can't hit high fastballs, he's gonna have success, which is bottom. But I mean, face the Rangers and they just fucking smoked him. Mm. He threw seventy three percent, ninety five mile per hour fastballs to the Marlins, and they didn't do much. Um. So, Haggerty plus. Stop, dude. <laughs> they love Sam Haggerty. Taking Haggerty off that team? I'm not. I'm not. I'm he's not. not. He's not. It's I'm a not, yoke. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm Is there any other team that deserves to be mentioned? I think just players. Like, um, I know Rosie still doesn't believe that the Guardians are not going to trade I'm interested Justin in your Bieber. thoughts, Shane, even. Uh, well, I think we saw the Rays do this even when they were winning with Snell and other pitchers. Uh, we've seen, and we've seen the Guardians do this even when they have contending seasons. And Shane Bieber is a different caliber, but Bauer was pretty good and Clev was pretty good when they did this. And what do they value more? Uh, getting to the postseason with Shane Bieber or trading a guy when he's got a year and a half left? Because they value trading guy when he's got a year and a half left a lot. That's what they do. But can you do that to the fan base and to the team? So I think if they're anywhere close to, I don't know, actually. I would not be surprised if Shane Bieber gets traded and the Guardians are still in it. Because they kind of yeah. I feel like they have to be somewhat firmly in first place for it to not happen. They'll do it for... Nobody's uh, pulling away from anyone in that division, so... They'll do it for Gilbert. Oh, my God. The Mariners are trading everyone? Stop. It was the page that was up. I think the other thing that's that's spinning through my mind right now... I know we mentioned them quick. CJ Crone and the Rockies. Like, Rockies, cash that ticket in. And <sighs> I think he's really good. And, like, people deserve to watch him play. Um, I guess the other thing that's... In my head right now, underachieving teams that are going for it. Mets, 
Padres, Phillies. Those three front offices have been the most like boisterous front offices yeah. that they're going to do something, right? Yeah. I just don't know what it is. And I mean, the other thing that's obviously been looming and will loom all year, but, and I guess, Jim, because this is a fan base that uh, you guys have had an interesting relationship, is, Sho- is Shohei not getting traded? Like, it's just not happening. If they think they can re-sign him, which they should think that. He chose them back in the day. Right. Um, He's been there. They're having a winning season. It's technically like the best season they've had with him, right? Yeah. I think until this point, yeah. Yeah. I would would say no right now that he's not getting traded. Um, And they're going to try and do the dance with him in the offseason. Do you think it... We'll say if they do trade him... (laughs) They have to, like, know 100%. He's not coming back. There's no way we're winning him over in free agency, so we have to cash in. And by the way, Halos, they were 30 and 30, 500. Like, this could get away from you real quick. Uh, they've gone 8 and 1. Yeah. So, good on the Halos, because that's, if you went 1 and 8, this whole episode would have been where Shohei going. <laughs> and they just beat Texas twice. Go get him. Screw Texas. They were mean to Trev. He's moved past that. Yeah. See if he found out anything about Jan Gomes's hammer. Nothing yet. They won this game. Tyler Anderson didn't have a great start. Oh, they're a big acquisition. But, yeah, they've been good. Putting up runs. Yeah. Go Halos, go. Jimmy... Hergit had a good inning. Mm, hot. Oh, good. Yeah. I guess everyone comment who's getting traded, and then when they do get traded, like, screenshot it, keep those receipts, and tell us that you know ball. We know ball. Oh, donut. Donut reveal. Are we good on other stuff? Yeah. Oh, just what I thought. Plain plain. <laughs> So sad. No imagination there, you know? Surprise Surprise. You know what? It is a little bit of a surprise because you're thinking bigger. Now, you still want a piece? No. It's still going to be good, Jake. BBD, do you want some? I know we talked about it. I'm going to throw this at you. I know literally no one should care. What a terrible throw. I'm so sorry. You put it in the worst place. Like the only bad place. How much that donut... What's the word? And company displays how lame our Duncan is. It's perfect. I ended up slouched. I shouldn't eat that donut, right? Well, it's been on the ground now, but you should still eat it. I'll, I'll eat it. I've seen the cleaners come every day. That so donut's not going uneaten. Totally Thanks clean. for tuning in. Appreciate you guys. Subscribe. Just got a whiff of myself. <laughs> I've been sans deodorant. Last couple days. Jack Doyle reeks. Sucks. Put on air. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. Everybody? All of them? I like <laughs> crop dusted myself super bad.